Hello, everybody. This is James Newcomb. I am the outgoing host of the musicpreneur.com podcast. And I am uh, putting this out for you guys to listen. And if you were following, if you've been following this show for the last few months, you know that a fellow by the name of Jim Lambie, who actually lived, well, he still lives there. Although I am in Vietnam, when I was in Virginia Beach, we lived. Uh, very close to each other, and fate would have it that we were that our paths crossed, and he got into he, he had this idea that he wanted to get into podcasting, or maybe I sort of planted the idea into him. I'm not exactly sure how that went, but he ended up wanting or agreeing to be like a co-host of this show, and just the way that my own life and the way that my own entrepreneurial endeavors. And interests have um, morphed or they've, they've kind of changed over the years. I'm no longer in a position where I am able to devote the time and energy and the bandwidth necessary to host this show and to do all the work that goes into it. And uh, so I just sent Jim a message on Slack saying, hey, man, do you want to take over the show or the Musicpreneur show? And he said, sure. It turns out that he's had some ideas on people he can contact and um, he's got he's put a lot of thought into it which is good because <laughs> quite frankly I haven't uh, but this musicpreneur.com uh, is still very near it's near and dear to me it's something that uh, I, I and my mentor John Dumas brought it into existence kind of created about five years ago with a little masterminding session so it's, it's very personal to me and um, Jim and I had a call on the 4th of March. It was the evening here in Vietnam and the morning there in Virginia. And I thought, man, why don't I record this and just share with you guys? This is kind of the, the process. It's very raw. It's unedited. It's, it's very, at times, very, I, I think, vulnerable, I suppose I would say. But it was just him and I just discussing what is this transition going to look like? And so um, I, I thought, why not, why not just share it with you guys and just get your reaction on, on it? And, and why not just let the people listening in be a part of the process of transitioning? So this is not edited. This is, uh, there was one part that was um, just kind of personal that Jim asked to remove. But other than that, it's just him and I just kind of hashing out ideas so it's very, it's completely unscripted. You're kind of like a fly on the wall with a, with a, a meeting with him and me. And I think we actually covered some pretty interesting things. So I'm just going to leave it at that. And there's going to be more to follow as far as uh, how, how this Musicpreneur podcast goes. Uh, spoiler alert, we decided that uh, I and my media company, Committed Media, LLC, will retain ownership of it for the time being. And we're just going to see how this goes. Or Jim is going to kind of cut his teeth as a podcast host, hosting this show. And um, my company is going to be taking care of the production. And But beyond that, I really don't know with the marketing and whatnot. We really, it's, it's to be determined. But if, you're, if you don't want to listen past that, that's how it ends. All right.
Here is uh, Jim Lambie and myself uh, just raw, unedited, discussing the future of this podcast and with it, the fate of the world. I've been listening to some of them. And so I'm just sitting there going, okay, you know, this, th there's still a niche, you know, like I'm just thinking out loud, there's still a niche of like, if I were to interview this one person who started a podcast, I'd be curious to know what's, what's the business model they're going for to help survive through this and then create a new business avenue for them. What do you think about that? I'm just like kind of getting curious about the behind the behind the curtain of the the show we're seeing starting to form, so to speak. Well, first of all, I want to I want to know where where you're at with your own goals with podcasts. <clears throat> I know that I mentioned the newer podcast, but I want to make sure that that's something that you actually want to do, rather than something that. I don't want you to feel like, well, I did this with James and is it, if it goes away, it, it doesn't, it's not going to bother me. Oh, I see. I yeah. Make, make sure that it's something that you want to do it and you feel like you have to do it. If you're not right. And it's not really worth the time and the effort to do it. Well, what I struggle with, what I'm excited about is doing it. I like the end result. What I'm not excited about is like, all right, I got to get some discipline about it. That's what I'm challenged with. That's, that's me. I, 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 I've, I, in spite of that, I've somehow gotten to a high level of being a player amidst all my <laughs> baggage of, <laughs> of, uh, procrastinating or different things. And, um, and I'm at a, a, a you know, I'm in a crossroads in my playing right now where there's so many things I want to do that I have to step back and I, I just got to do things that I enjoy. Like I like talking to you. I like talking to people and I like the idea of putting on, on audio, a conversation that somebody can listen to and get something out of it, get inspired or an idea. I listened to Katie Thoreau who's kind of this new, relatively new up and coming name in the bass world. She's young, but she's got an old soul way about her. And she's been interviewing once a week all these iconic or, not, you know, educator, bass players. And it's been interesting. And I listen to it. And when I come walk away from it, I go, oh, that's cool. Somebody else has got that on their mind. You know, so like that's what I'm thinking. If I were to do this as a podcast, you have the musicpreneur. And I'm kind of curious about the, the behind the scenes of what's keeping somebody in the practice room or pound and pavement, so to speak, or the keyboard, I suppose, <laughs> to keep looking for opportunities. <clears throat> so it's a place of curiosity. Like Adam Nitty is somebody I've known for a long time and he's created online schools and he's done, he keeps reinventing his educational presence. And he's not an academic. Mm -hmm. He's just a working pro fusion bass player who makes most of his money playing in Nashville in the Christian music circuit. And um, he does all these master classes and stuff. So that's that's what I'm thinking. It's kind of like it's a good question you asked me, and I, I like, like, what do you want? <laughs> that's the question you're asking, right? Yeah. And I, it reminds me of that whole scene because uh, I love what you said in that Bible study. By the way, it resonated with me to no end. Uh, the committed versus interested, mm -hmm. 
and I actually used that in one of my CR lessons a couple of weeks ago. I was teaching a thing on Crossroads, and, and I, I found a one-minute video of somebody talking about this. Uh, I forget who it was. Um, uh, probably a, a name in the motivational world. Anyway, but the story, I'm reminded of the story of Bartimaeus, who is this blind guy on the side of the road yelling out to Jesus, and the disciples are like, shut up, you know, like, but there's this big crowd, and somebody had this podcast that was expanding on the fact that Jesus has these big ears, right? And he can hear this in the midst of the din of people. And he says, you, let's bring him to me. And they're like, okay, now Jesus wants to talk to you. And he wants to be healed of his, of his being blind. And, and But Jesus doesn't, he asked him the question, what do you want from me? <laughs> And I think that's that's how I learned. I'm now starting to learn to pray. Like, if you were to ask me that right now, what is it I would have to tell you? Anyway, so maybe I'm going way too far with you, man. I hope I'm not like. <laughs> but I'm hearing from you that that it, it's not just the intellectual thing, but it t touches you on a deep level. Yeah. Like a spiritual level. For yeah. Like, what do you want from a from a uh, like a relationship? Like, you got this established experience and you're trucking along, but you got life. Like, that's what I like about what I'm seeing. You're, you're not, you're not showing this perfect one week, one time a week, knocking out, knocking out. I'm seeing it with other people, but I know the behind the scenes of that. There's a lot of hours being spent doing that. And, um, and I've got a life, you know, I've got my, my family, I got my kids, I got my wife and I, and I've learned that music, I, I had an affair with my music career and it was, you know, it, it caused a lot of damage. And uh, through Celebrate Recovery, I was able to get my eyes open. So I'm, I'm respectfully aware of my obsessive nature. This is all great material for music career, man. Isn't it? <laughs> it's, it's, a little, it's raw and real, right? <laughs> and I had a student ask me yesterday, he says, should I should I be thinking about like balance in my life? I'm like, wow, that's a really great question. What, what do you mean? He says like, you know, like, should I have a hobby? I said, okay, you're asking the right person, man. <laughs> I, I'm just going to tell you that. Yeah, you got to have a life. <laughs> now what it is, that's up to you. But I was trying to build models for a little while, wooden airplanes. And then I find out that's kind of not resonating with me anymore. I have this unfinished model. I like working with my hands. I like spending time with my wife. I love hiking. I love all these things. You know, that's the kind of stuff you got to make time for because there's always something to work in music. It is a very, um, a very fickle and demanding mistress music and is never satisfied. Yeah, that I've really realized when I here in Vietnam, I realized that um, after like a certain time of day, work is done five maybe six o'clock and after that it's it, it's time it's my wife and me it's family time that's good that's and, good and uh to be honest that definitely contributed to some of the problems that i had in my previous marriage was just i was a workaholic man right right working there was no boundaries and it wasn't it's not like we didn't have time i i had spent a lot of time with my boy and and X and everything, but there, there was just no boundaries. Yeah, that's I, I get that. Um, yeah, divorce is a is a there's a 
my wife cheated on me, right? So I'm a victim, right? But wait a minute, what's else? What else was going on? You know, what kind of things were I was I contributing to all of that? And then I start to realize, ow, oh, she was as broken as I was. I poured into my music. She poured into trying to figure out other things. You know, I was like, I'm not a victim. We're just two human beings being messy. <laughs> it didn't work out. We, we can't, you know, so it's better we're not doing this together anymore. I found somebody else that I can do life better with. And we're both messy still. But I've learned some hard lessons from that first failure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right? <laughs> this is, I think if you were to we should talk logistics and how to implement like a game plan. Because I, I think I think um, there is a way to to do the one episode per week everything and stay consistent. And there's a lot of virtue in that. And there's definitely a way to do it uh, so that you can still maintain your boundaries with your family time and your work time. And um, so I think I think we should we should shift the conversation to like brass tacks, how do we go about doing this? And, All right. um, what I I had I had two different scenarios that I envisioned this this kind of going. Because okay. I know that when we were talking back in Virginia, when I was in Virginia, uh, it was you sort of had an idea like you wanted to do your own thing and, and you were going to co-host the musicpreneur as, as a way of kind of teaching you the ropes a little bit, but uh, maybe the goal was to, uh, to, to do your own thing. But then we have this other idea of you just doing it and you be, you become the face of it and it just kind of becomes your thing. And right. I think those works perfectly well for me. And it, it's really a matter of what are your preferences and what your preferences are is kind of, kind of uh, dictate how we go about um, getting the logistics with it. Because there's a, there's a domain that goes with it, which quite honestly <clears throat> um, was not cheap. And it's actually, it's, it's got a potential, it's got a, a lot of potential for being, it being very valuable. Like musicpreneur.com. <clears throat> is um, it's got a lot of potential and um, it's just, it's just not, I'm just not in a place where I just feel I'm just, I just, just doesn't fire me up, honestly. Yeah. You're a different season in your life, right? I mean, that's, things are seasons. I get it. So maintaining the domain and everything like that. Are you, am I, am I understanding now that you're thinking about you're, you're opening to release that? Or, or turn that over or to sell it or what, what are you thinking with that? Am I, I'm, I'm like, sure. Sometimes my brain doesn't move fast enough. <laughs> on what your, uh, how you want to do this. Like if this is like a stepping stone <clears throat> to, um, to doing something that you feel led to do like a year from now, that is totally cool. And I think that that is, I think that's great. In which, if that's your goal, and if that's the way that you want to pursue, then I would then I would retain ownership of the domain and and um, the trademark to the making money making music, um, like like the, the I guess the intellectual property would remain in my possession and my ownership, right? And then when you feel like you're ready to move on to what you want to do, then then we just 
say bon voyage, shake hands, we're friends. And, and then I make a plan from there. Now, if you want, if you want to make this your thing and, and you see it being like a long-term, you, this is what you want to do. You want to make a, you want to make a go of it. You want to make a biz, business with it and you want to make some money with it. Then the best course of action is to release all assets to you. Mm. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to ask a fee, but I'm not going to do it unless I'm sure that you want to do it. I see. Yeah. Ooh, that's a good one. All right. So that's, that's, an, that's, you're looking that as a viable option. Mm -hmm. That's good. All right. See musicpreneur.com and making money, making music. I, I, that, you know, when Jason had that, um, had shared that in an email that he was on that, I was like, well, that's speaking my language. I'm always curious about this. And it seems like it's such a good universal, thing like these other podcasts I'm listening to are very specific to bass. I don't want to be like I know I'm going to run the course of bass, but we're going to talk about things that are totally open to everybody, right? And so um eventually that's going to lead to more contacts that's going to keep expanding my network, but I got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And here what you're saying is this is this is just kind of cut and dry. Like I'm going to help you. I'm going to do this thing. And this, this, if you plan on doing this, then, you know, I, I guess you, it's like, I need to know that you're going to do this thing or do your own thing. So that makes sense. Um, anyway, I like it. I think we should, I, I think we should both think about it because it's a big decision. Right. I, I think that's reasonable. And me, Kind of saying it out loud made me realize it's a big decision for me too. I, I, I sense that. Yeah, absolutely. It's good, man. This is a good conversation. I, 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 there's one thing that Jim taught me a lot of good things. He says, get everything out in the open first. Yeah. Make sure it's mutually benefiting. If you have any kind of instinct about it and it doesn't feel right, then call it. Don't, don't assume anything. I'm like, yeah, that's good. Um, <clears throat> All right. Well, let's let's shelf that thought for a second, okay. and let's just say moving forward, um, what I can do is start reaching out to people, and just get a couple of what I would think would be beneficial is to get a couple of podcasts in the in the in the in the archive, like getting them out there, and have your in, input about okay, this is what your the wins and make it betters of your process, and. Um, and at the same time, it benefits because Musicpreneur is starting to get some traction again and um, get maybe if uh, maybe people might get curious to hear why is this new voice? I mean, to be mentioning you a lot, uh, I would I, I firmly believe in the idea of, of, of keeping attention on on everything, you know, and like not make it just about me, like I'm partnering with. James Newcomb. I'm learning a lot from him in the business and I am while he's doing some things, I'm going to do this thing for now under this name. And then that would help establish some experience for me and then get musicpreneur with some fresh material in the um in the playlist for people. Okay. What do you think? What do you think about that? Maybe like a like a trial run of like say 6 months of um I, I, it's still kind of my thing, 
but you're yes. Yeah, there would be no expectation at this point for me to say, okay, James, you, you, have you ever seen the movie um, Hiro, makes, uh, Hiro Makes Sushi? Uh, it's a story about a mentor who just could not release his business. And he was the premier, he is, I don't know if he's dead yet, but um, he, it's a great documentary. You should watch it, you'd love it. It's, it'll it'll uh, fire off on everything you like. It's the idea is that this guy is a master sushi chef, a master. Like what is the world premiere? People will pay $200 equivalent for one piece of his sushi, right? And it takes months to get a reservation to sit at his counter. And that's how big a deal he is. And he's mentoring his son <laughs> and and it's showing you how he picks his fish and everything. I've been to Skiji Market. It's a big deal. Like sushi, fresh off the boat, is nothing like it, you know? And the dad just couldn't let go. <laughs> and finally, he kept teasing his son, like, I'm going to give you the business. You're taking over. And then finally, the son's like, I can't do this anymore. I'm going to do my own business. <laughs> so to me, it's just that's what comes to mind as you, you say that, I was like, yeah, it's, this is just very clear cut boundaries and expectations. Um, you're not promising me anything. You're, 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 we're, this is an agreement and, uh, of, of trying to get something on the ground. And the win-win is that we keep musicpreneur going while you're busy um, in Vietnam. And then I'm, 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 I'm benefiting from your experience and insight and input and, and, and also, I'm tapping into something that's already created. So I'm not having to recreate something, you know. And then that will get the momentum that I think we're, at that point we can decide you'll have had time to really see and think about this. I may be a complete disaster, James. I, I hope not. <laughs> what do you think, Sam? <clears throat> nah, he seems to have a... I mean, your conversation I'm listening right now, it could be on a podcast already. Yeah, I'm thinking this we conversation should. Conversation between you two about the the business. Yeah, itself. I've been recording this. We should put this on the podcast. People will find this interesting. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I think so. My thing is, I just if you could <laughs> make you know, make sure you take this stuff out that about Stanette. I just keep that under wraps. Um, <laughs> he's a he. Um, yeah, there's a lot connected to that story. I'll have to share another time. That's. So many things I don't know, but anyway, I, I'll just, all I can see is what I see. So I'll, I'll be done with it, but um, I'm good. Uh, there's so much I've learned from all that, James. And I think that's why I, this seems to be a very good, healthy conversation, you know? Okay. Um, I'm, I'm over people pleasing. I, I'm curious now and I am, I like people and I, I, I kind of learned to accept people as they are. And, and it used to be I would have all kinds of, like things would trigger all kinds of things. Like someone would say something or not say something. Oh, what, 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 what did I do wrong? What? <laughs> now I'm like, it's okay. <laughs> I'm yeah. in a better place. I think that makes me better, better uh, suited now for doing podcasting and, and getting into this. Well, why don't we, might, maybe we can just uh, kind of tentatively plan. We should both obviously think about this, but maybe we can just kind of, Make a tentative plan in pencil of uh, like a year long 
probation, not probation, but like a trial period. Sure. Learning the business and you're learning the craft and, and you're, you're also, you know, digging deep into something that really uh, speaks to you on a deep level. And then a year from now, I'll be back in the U S and we'll, we'll most likely be in the same city or at least in the same area. Uh, and then we can, we can just talk about it more, but, um, it's, it's, I think it's a big, it's a big decision and we shouldn't sure. make uh we shouldn't make a big decision in just a 50 minute zoom call. No, no, it's good. Oh, One thing I, I, as you say this, that I wanted to, I think has been, a, it's appropriate to share with you. Um, me and numbers aren't so good, right? So I hired an accountant. It has helped me tremendously. I was missing out all kinds of opportunities to to get my taxes right and my music business right. And there's still elements of that I could do better, but I have somebody I pay to do that. Um, and I have a relationship with them. I've learned a lot about the do's and don'ts. And if I had done it on my own, I would have lost out on thousands of dollars that I'd be needlessly paying out and things like that. My point is that there are things that I'm really strong at. Like I, I was going to open up my own website and everything. And I'm like, yeah, and I just kind of balked. I'm like, what I like about what you're, you have already is you've kind of gone through some of the logistical things that I don't like, but I'm not saying I won't do. I'm just saying I don't like, <laughs> you know, like I like to play my bass. But I don't always like to, to, to sit down and really learn the music I'm supposed to learn. But then I do it and then I always feel better for it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I like, uh, I guess that for what it's worth, I just wanted to share that. There's certain logistical things that I'll do because the, I get to do the other part that I really love to do. So there's things at my job like that. They want me to track numbers. I'm, I oversee some contracting and stuff. It's not my strength. So I have to really lean in a bit um, to make sure I'm doing it right because that doesn't come natural to me. Mm. I'm, I'm pretty good at it, as it turns out, but it's not because it's smooth, easy going. I'm, I'm constantly double checking things because I, 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 I've had mistakes in my life where they were just dumb number errors and then it cost me. <laughs> so I know for me, I have to be careful. So it's not my strength. Um, to come up with a, like, I was going to talk to somebody about building a logo for me and he's, he's not cheap, but he's good. And he's had a lot of good track record. And I talked to him and he was willing to give me a family discount, friends and family discount and stuff. And then I just kind of let it go. I just like, yeah, I'm just, I don't know. I got kind of not distracted, just kind of I'm gonna sit back and look at it. But in this case, I think why I'm sharing that is the, is the idea that there's already things in place. Like I make a podcast, I edit it, then we upload it. Like you've got all that already set up. And that's kind of, that, that uh, that's attractive to me. Um, so I don't know if I needed to tell you all that, but anyway, there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, that's actually very helpful. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, all right. And I say that I want to I want to say one more thing, James. I say that out of respect to what you've created. I mean that as a place of respect. Like I don't, I it's not lost on me the this this uh, trust I've been given, and um, I take that seriously. You know.
Well, so, anyway. I say this in all humility, but the reason that I'm I want to keep this going is out of respect for what I've done. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, I, I, it was kind of weird to say that, but it's a special thing. And even even though it's not something that really, I, I'm not. It's just not, I'm not at a place where I can be the face of it, and I, I can't devote what I did four years ago into it um, for a number of reasons. But I think it's I think it's a worthwhile venture, and it's like <laughs> the domain is up for renewal this month, and it's like every year it's like should I renew the domain? I'm like no, nope, I'm gonna let it go. But then the 25th of March comes, and all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep going for another year, just because it's um it's not it's not like it's it's not a sentimental thing. It's not an emotional thing. It's just it's just it's a good idea. And I think I agree. Right, I agree. In the right hands and done the right way, it can really help a lot of people. But I'm just not yeah. Success in music is not a, um, you know, being a, a high level player. Yeah, there's there's a lot of things, but that's kind of a more known path. Now, how do you put it all together so that you're now marketable? Because the the days of trying to get into symphony are pretty much gone. You know, there's there, but not really. I mean, going to New York to be a jazz musician is completely changed. Um, going to L.A. to be a studio person, that's all changed. Nashville, it's different. It's so different. And wouldn't it be interesting to see that there are all these creative ways to go down this path that could mean you could be a musician and not be a, like, have a viable business where you're you can actually... Well, there is, there is no, there is no plan anymore. And uh, the, I think the potential of this show is that we talk to enough people who are doing things their way. People are going to get, you know, they're going to get inspired. They're going to get, something is going to click with them and they're going to get an idea. Oh yeah, let me do this. And I, I, I think you can't just plan on being a, a lead trumpet player anymore. In the seventies, you could you could make it you could you could plan on doing that and make your living doing that, right? Go to school and specialize in playing high notes for Maynard Ferguson or something like that, but you can't do that anymore. There are opportunities. You just can't. There, there's no template like there was forty years ago. Nope, not even a little bit. And that's why it's worth it to keep the show alive, just because. It's just. Uh, I'm not getting teary. I don't want to. Don't want you to get the wrong idea. But it's a good idea, and uh, you should do it. That last sentence got garbled. I didn't understand what you said. I said that's a nice goatee. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I've been thinking about trimming it in half. <laughs> but I, I, I've kind of gotten. It's my pet ferret. <laughs> Oh, that's so wrong. But anyway, <laughs> my wife is starting to go, you know, I'm starting to not like that beard. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay. okay. All right. Let's, you have some people that you want to contact for interviews, right? Yes. Yes. Um, why don't I, I can handle the logistics for setting up the interviews with the schedulers and everything. If you want okay. to send me an email, I will work it out with them and work out the logistics for these first few 
And, um, and then as we go, you can take on just little kind of baby steps towards taking the reins on the whole show. Oh, okay. That sounds, that sounds good. Yeah. The, this is James Newcomb for musicpreneur.com. We're contacting you for a podcast opportunity and or, or you know, requesting, and then you'll be interviewed by Jim Lampy. <laughs> is that how it sounds or what? That you make the contact and then you send them to me and I'll work out the logistics for the scheduling. Right on. Okay, that makes more sense. I thought I was misunderstanding something. I feel like the behind the scenes, I'll be the man behind the curtain. Love it. Love it. Okay, that sounds good. I'll, I'll, I'll start sending out emails and figuring out um, opportunities. Um, I've got two specific people I want to I want to interview that have been long time one's one specific you know I'll, I'll get into all that later so yeah they, I think they would be really interesting um, to to hear them talk about this stuff okay. and uh, if you if you want I can sit in on the interviews and um, ask a few questions myself or, or whatever if it's coming. oh sure yeah that sounds good you know yeah it's cool I mean, this is, I want, I want you to feel like this is your thing. I mean, I'm going to return the ownership of, of the, the intellectual property assets for the time being, but you're like, you're like the general manager of the show. So you make, okay. these are your decisions. So if you don't want me, then I'm not going to be there. If you feel, if you feel like you've got it and I'm going to be a third wheel, then if you feel like I can be of help, then I'm, I'm available. Yeah, well, I, there's a couple. I, yeah, that's good. Thank you for that. I appreciate that latitude there. That's that's good. I think um, that'll work. That'll be good. Okay. There's there's going to be yeah. This is now. It's just a matter of getting some things booked. Uh, and I was planning on logistically. I was planning on doing this format with the Zoom and recording like you're doing and taking the audio from that. Um, there's a better. But, and I can, it's like adds a one step to it, but it, the audio is far better. Okay. Basically, you just record on, like I use <clears throat> Audacity for all my audio editing. So I'll record yeah. myself on Audacity and then record the Zoom call. And then I'll just take the guest's side from the recording and then put it on my side. The, the host side on Zoom is always so awful. The guest side is usually okay, but the host side is terrible. Yeah, you've been in and out a little bit. Like I've heard you, understood you, but it was it wasn't be the quality we'd want to hear. Um, I mean, even in the best of circumstances, the the recording quality is horrible for the host. Yeah, it's okay for the right. guest, not for the host. That's good. That's good to keep in mind for whatever reason. All right, James. Well, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Nice to see you, Sana, and get to talk to you. Nice to meet you, too. Have a good day. <laughs> good meeting. I, I love that you guys are together in this. Um, my wife and I will be talking about this, too. You know, she's in on everything. She's my, she's a, a good sounding board. Keep me, keep me, keep me grounded. <laughs> We're a good team. You guys seem like a good team. Good. <laughs> we have our moments. <laughs> so that keeps life interesting <laughs> all right you guys you all take care
Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye.